0: Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce burnout, and find more balance in your life. In today's episode, we'll be talking about how small shifts can create big changes in your life. So, I'm going to get a little bit more personal with you today and share a little bit of a journey that I have been on. So, recently, well, I guess like solidly over the last six months to a year, I started running again. Just a few times a week, I lug my two kids to a nearby trail, I load them, not me, up with snacks. And I plop them into the running stroller, and I put on some music, and we start down the trail, which is a two-mile loop. And by the end of it, I am sweaty. Like, even in 30-something degree Fahrenheit weather, I am sweaty, and I am definitely sweating when it is 90-plus degrees Fahrenheit. And I feel tired, but I also feel energized. While this might not sound so fun, we all really do have fun on our runs together. So the thing is that when I started, it was really, really hard to do. And I have been running before, but it had been a while. So my knee for the first month or so, the first time I started running again, which was back in March of 2020, right when everything shut down with the pandemic, um, it started to really hurt. And so I couldn't run anymore. And I took a break until the fall and then wasn't really as dedicated to doing it until more recently. The other thing I noticed was that my feet hurt. I had shin splints for a few weeks, and I had never had those before, and my legs would ache when I started to run, and I would barely get through two miles, and most of the time I was getting through them, stopping to walk. Eventually, it started to get a little bit better with the help of some new shoes and building up some strength, but it could have also been really, really easy for me to feel defeated and to not continue. I would have had a million excuses to just give up and not run anymore. I was running two miles and feeling like I couldn't go any further and when I used to be able to run half marathons at like a pretty decent pace too. And what was taking me nearly 30 minutes or more and a lot of breaks was something that I used to be able to do in like 20 minutes or less. So it was incredibly frustrating at times, but it also gave me a place to work from. I could have been mad about a lot of things. My pace was slower. My body felt heavier. My legs were achy. I couldn't sprint without my legs hurting and I love sprinting like right at the end going as fast as I can until I can just like completely give it all. I was taking breaks, so, so many breaks in such a short amount of time. And I was pushing nearly 70 to 80 pounds combined with kids and strollers, but I also remembered a few things. Uh, It had been nearly six years since I had had a steady running practice, and I had had two kids since then. I had also moved. I lived in a place with a lot of hills, not Florida where I started running or South Carolina in the Low Country, where I really continued my running journey and ran those half marathons. And my shoes were really, really old. And then my new shoes needed to be broken in. And well, honestly, I was older. If I expected myself to be able to get out and run 13.1 miles or even like four miles or six miles, then yeah, I was going to be pretty disappointed. It was unrealistic. And if I set my expectations or goals to like reach this really big amount of mileage, like say in the next month or really even the next year, I might also be really disappointed or more likely case, I would feel so defeated that I would probably want to give up. But if I set my goal... At a smaller point and kept reassessing it as I progressed, I would not only have a lot of wins along the way, I would also increase the chances that I would in fact reach that goal and then some. And that changes everything. Now, when I go out and run, I notice how much stronger I feel and how I can really push it to go further or to go faster. And some days I'm slow. Some days I'm fast. Some days I am really slow, especially since those kids have gotten bigger and that stroller has gotten heavier. But I know that I'm always steadily and slowly creating small changes and they have led to big shifts. So what does this mean for you? Because it's not really about the running at all. It's about the goals. Setting a monstrous goal does not always work, even if that's where you want to go. It's better to set a small goal, or to make a small shift, and continue to make small shifts on top of those if you want to stay active and reaching those bigger goals. It is what we do for our students and clients, but we forget to do for ourselves simpler the goal, and sometimes the more scaled back, the easier it will be to reach and then to keep building from there. You can aim for the big goal, like say R at a conversational level or running another half marathon, but you don't reach for that yet. You start with the first steps, the R in isolation, or the running one to two miles without stopping, and then work towards mastering those bigger goals. Instead of focusing on the big goal of being able to run the way I used to, or to run another half marathon, I focused on increasing where I was. I could work towards two miles with little breaks, then I could maybe work towards three or four, eventually six, and I could continue from there. This way I'm making realistic goals, like the ones we set for our own students and clients, and I'm creating big shifts from there. So instead of looking at where I am and where I wish I was and not feeling like it could ever be possible. So when you're looking at your own goals, especially towards stress management, incorporating mindfulness or personal development, you might be expecting it to be fixed and to no longer be an issue as of right now or within the next week or month and then not have to worry about it anymore or not have stress still be prevalent. But it takes small shifts first, built up over time to create those big changes and to help those big changes not be an overhaul that fails after a few weeks, but instead become a gradual part of your lifestyle. You need to find your starting point, then you move forward from there. So take a moment right now to work through some of these questions and prompts and create your starting point. So grab a piece of paper or grab a journal And we will get started with this. What is your main goal with your daily stress? Take a moment and write it down. And where are you with it right now? With that main goal, how's it going? Now let's take a look at that main goal. Is it achievable and realistic for right now in your life? If not, how can you break it down to a smaller but very important starting place? So as you're thinking about this, I'll give you an example. Let's say you want to meditate to manage your stress for 30 minutes a day and you currently have tried meditation once for three minutes on an app. Jumping into a huge goal of 30 minutes a day would be a lot right now and most likely would not be feasible. So how can you break it down? You could start with meditating for three to five minutes, three to five days a week, and then once that is solid and it's not even something you really think about or it's something that you look forward to doing, build it up. Even if you really want to be at that 30 minutes now. And the thing that might also happen is that you may realize that you don't need to be at 30 minutes. You build it up if you need to or still want to. So now that you've broken down your goal, made it a little bit smaller, and found your starting place, what is your action step or your plan to make it happen? So from the example above about meditating, instead of 30 minutes going for three to five minutes, the action step would be download a meditation app or figure out what time of the day it will be easiest to be consistent and to start doing this practice. So you can go through these on your own. You can go back and hit pause and run through each of these. You could do them in a journal or in a notebook. Writing it down is key here. Or you can download the Guided Journaling and Brainstorm Practice Small Shifts for Big Changes in the SLP Stress Management Shop. So what is your small shift? I would love for you to share it with me. So you can head over to jessieandricks.com and leave this in the comments below in the blog. You can leave it on the YouTube channel or you can email me jesse at or even send me a direct message at jessieandricks on Instagram. So find that small shift. Let it lead you towards that big change. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I can't wait to have you back next time. Are you ready to truly manage your stress, reduce burnout, and finally find more balance in your life? Well, the SLP Stress Management course is here to help you do just that. In this eight week course, you'll take a deep dive into what stress is and why it affects SLPs so much, as well as learn practical stress management tools as you build a step-by-step system that works for your stress and your daily needs. You can check this out now at jessieandrix.com and I hope to see you in the course.